Hello and welcome back to Tell Me More Rodney. I hope everybody's doing well. I missed you guys. We have some things that we're going to discuss today, some things to talk about. So let's get right into them. This is Tell Me More Rodney, season two. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the show. Tell me more, Rodney, season two. Thank you so much for coming and listening and being a part of this. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your support um, and supporting me on this journey, uh, this podcast journey and this real estate journey that most of us are a part of. I, I believe that real estate touches uh, a lot of us in um in so many ways, whether you're, you know, a homeowner, whether you're practicing real estate, where you're, whether you're renting, no, no matter what it is, um, real estate uh, impacts you in, in, in some way. Whether you're even a, a college student living in the, the the dorms or in the military, living in the barracks, uh, it all starts with land and housing and a place to live. So we're all connected. Uh, on this episode, I want to talk about something that is, um, well, as you can see by the title. Experience matters. And I've seen a trend lately of people out here purchasing land, purchasing investment properties, purchasing, well, their own homes with little to no help or assistance. And a a lot of what I'm seeing, you know, are people out here who are first time home buyers, people who are, well, first time land buyers. Uh, I'm going to put that in there because some people say, oh, I bought a home, so I I know how to go buy land. No, 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 no. If you've never purchased land, you are a first time land buyer. Okay, so you need to give yourself that grace and understand that. I received a call um, from someone who was, um, they had a customer, uh, a potential client who was interested in purchasing or well, selling some, some some real estate, some land. Um, the text message came in and when they were asking me for, um, you know, some advice about commercial real estate. <clears throat> After doing a little discovery and having a conversation, it turned out to just be a, a land deal. Um, yes, it was going to be for commercial use, but uh, it was a land deal. It was a, it was a couple of a few acres of land um, that a, a customer, a potential client was looking to sell. And, you know, kudos to the, the real estate agent who reached out. They, they just sent me a text and said, hey, you know, I, I'm going to need some help with this. I have questions. And of course, I was there um, and saying, hey, if you want to arrange a three way call, if you want to, you know, ask questions, let's let's get together. Let's talk about this and, and work on work on this together so that. You know, you're doing your due diligence and best serving um, the customer because there's a lot of, you know, things going on out here in real estate that we need to be prepared for. Uh, Scams are up um, at title companies. Um, Scams are up. You know, we're seeing an uptick of of those with regards to rentals. Uh, So many people you hear about being taken advantage of with um, these these fake um, rentals. Listings. Um, a, a clear sign of that is, you know, they have a home. It's it's in a, in a beautiful neighborhood, and it's for rent. And it seems like, oh my God, that they're only asking this much for the the rent. So what do people do? <clears throat> they rush. 
they call whatever number is provided. They give you know this their info their personal information. Uh, oftentimes, fill out some type of application that they believe is legit. And in some instances, they're sending people. Uh, Checks. Uh, I've I've seen them where they say, "Oh, we have an application fee, and you you can send it via check if that works best for you." And and I've seen it worded to where, "Oh, send us a check um, for the application fee, and if you're not approved for it, we will we will just uh, we'll refund you the check. Checks are easy. We can just put that back in the mail." And that sounds good, right? For some people are going, "Okay, well, um, no harm, no foul." But you've given them your bank information, your account information, routing numbers, and that's ultimately what a lot of these scammers are looking for. So, ladies and gentlemen, experience matters, and it's not necessarily just years. Years in real estate does not equal experience. Um, what equals experience is, is, is transactions, it, you know, um, areas of special areas that you've specialized in in real estate also um geographically areas where you work in i think all of us are somewhat um subject matter experts within our local municipality where we live at in that area of town but that does not mean you know everything about every part of the city um i see that on a lot of the hgtv shows the million dollar shows and the listing shows and they just like oh i'm all over you know this area and i sell real estate here and i'm like okay so how are you so you you know and understand all of the nuances and things that are going on in that area? And the answer is not. So oftentimes, um, it, you know, am I saying, oh, you, you, you need to know everything? Absolutely not. But you do need to educate yourself. If you have someone who's interested in the area, you need to start researching that area with them. Okay, the, the operative word is with them. Um, don't let someone just lay it on you and say, hey, um, is this a good area? I go, well, let's research it and, and tell me your definition of a good area. What are you looking for? And then we begin the then you want to begin the, the research uh, process and, you know, hopefully help that person make a educated, informed decision. All right. So anyway, um, staying on topic and, and on our um, message for today, Experience Matters, I want to share a news article that I received um, here from someone in Houston. So give me a moment. I'm going to play this uh, clip for you. One Houston area couple trying to become first-time homebuyers may end up wasting even more money than they saved. Fox 26's Domley Keith is live in Lamarck, where the family's land now sits empty after their home was removed from the property. Yeah, the couple bought land here in Lamarck and they put what they call a home on the property. But City of Lamarck officials say it is not a house and the couple was forced to remove it. This was just a dream. This Houston area family seeking the American dream says their journey has turned into a nightmare. We promised our kid that we would complete in two years and we were actually here. We actually got to see it, but we couldn't live it. The square footage of the homes was 1,300 square foot. Jermaine and Erica Williams say before buying this half acre of land in Lamarck, they made sure modular homes are allowed, but once they had their house delivered, it was red tagged by code enforcement, and they were told it had to go. They were putting basically a backyard shed on 
the, on the property trying to create a dwelling out of it. The, the problem with that is one that is against our ordinances. The couple says they thought the home fit well into this neighborhood and they bought the two structures that were being constructed into one home from a company specializing in sheds and cabins according to the company's website and they say their home is not a shed but a custom built cabin. We spent so much money on engineer plans. We spent so much money on uh, electricians, plumbers. Everybody was on hand, ready to come in to finish the work. And now, because we have to renege on the work, we have to pay the charge. No plans were submitted to the city through developmental services or our code uh, department that we had no idea what was going on. It wasn't until after the fact when the sheds were delivered and put there. It's devastating. devastating. Uh, it has turned our life upside down. This was our uh, life savings that we put into this, and now it just seemed like our dreams are just all falling through. Uh, right now, we're nearly homeless because we're dealing with this right now. So what I hope would happen is um, they would see this and treat us fairly. You know, uh, we see this and have compassion on us as first-time home buyers and to help us build our dream home because we're here to stay. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, first and foremost, my, my heart goes out to that couple, that family. Um, this isn't a you-should-have-known-better um uh, episode. This isn't a, you know, you should have just hired a real estate agent and point the finger that, you know, I want to show some compassion and, and definitely um, empathize with that family because I understand they were, you know, sometimes you get caught up, you know, sometimes you see these tiny homes and these trends and stuff on HGTV and you see these sheds that they look more and more like homes. They look more and more like houses. Uh, as you go to places like Home Depot, you drive around, you're like, oh, I can make a little cabin out there. So I get it. Uh, I'm probably someone listening to this episode right now has had that idea and maybe thought, well, you know, that's not the, the, the worst idea in the world, you know, buy some land and build a, a little tiny home and things like that. But there's so much that goes, you know, that goes into constructing a home, whether it's a tiny home or a, uh, you know, a, a, a traditional home. Um, there's a lot of stuff that goes on it, goes on with that. I talked about that during an episode that I, uh, of this, of tell me more, Rodney. Um, I titled it due diligence and, you know, I was talking about the due diligence that you need to do ahead of time. Um, when, when you're, you know, thinking about making a purchase like that, uh, definitely hire someone and not every real estate agent is the same. And no, this isn't to brag and say, um, you know, hire this real estate agent because, you know, they work for this brokerage and, and they're better or this person's been doing it. No, there's a lot of things I understand in real estate that has to come together. Um, personalities have to match. It's not just hiring a real estate agent. You have to, you know, kind of gel with that person, um, whether it's, it's, it's new homes or it's a, a traditional or resale property. Uh, the relationship aspect of it uh, definitely, you know, has to be there. And I know there are a lot of people who say, oh, well, I, I close, you know, X amount of, you know, homes every month. And, you know, I have a CRM and that manages my customers. Okay, fine. 
go with that. I mean, I get it. Everybody runs their business however they run their business. But uh, I personally was more of a relationship um, um, builder and, 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 you know, really focused on building the relationships with, with the customers and clients. And a lot of the real estate agents that I've seen and met with, um, they, they kind of have that same principle. So I'm not special. There are a lot of um, people out in this industry that practice real estate uh, that exact same way. But back to this couple's story, this is, uh, there's a lot to unpack, but I, I, and I promise not to dig too deep. But Bottom line is you have to understand construction. You have to understand the construction process. Simply, uh, maybe they didn't need a real estate agent. Perhaps maybe um, having a general contractor uh, would have helped alleviate um, and, 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 you know, prevent a lot of that stress and, and that circumstance that they find themselves in. So sometimes, you know, having a real estate agent that can refer you to someone like a general contractor or someone who's, you know, has experience building uh, homes and they understand the, the, the permitting process and the construction process, because those are two things, two different things, right? Uh, there are guys that work in construction. They know everything about construction. They don't understand the permitting processes and understand ordinances and understand uh, covenants and restrictions and things like that. They like I work for a production builder and I build homes uh, or I work on um custom builders uh, for a large company and they give me a packet and I just start building homes. So you got to understand those are, it's different departments at home builders, but it's also uh, different areas of experience that, that you want to uh, make sure someone has. Uh, I'll give you a free one when it comes to building a, a custom home when selecting a builder. One of the questions you want to ask is, Hey, how much I'm building a home in this area? How familiar are you with that county? How familiar are you with uh, the ordinances there and, uh, you know, the municipality in general? And kind of understand that, you know, all of them are different and having someone that is... um, understands that area and your needs and what you want to do uh, can save you a lot of dollars. Uh, I really, I felt bad for for this couple. Um, I really, really do hope that all works out. Uh, if you guys wanted to get in touch with them for some kind of way, I think they mentioned their name in the, in the, the video. I'll put it in the show notes. It's on YouTube at Fox uh, 26 Houston. And um, you can search that and definitely um, maybe you can help or advise or something like that. So definitely um, reach out. Uh, tell them Rodney sent you. Okay. When you go over there and say, hey, I heard about your situation on Tell Me More Rodney. And he didn't really say much. No, TZ, don't say that part. But uh, definitely, um, you know, offer some help. If there is any way, if they set up a GoFundMe or some type of uh, um, way to donate, I'm looking in it right now. I don't see that. Uh, I would be, you know, happy to provide that information, but right now it, it's not. So you got to do your own research. Okay. I led you to water. You got to drink moving right along. This one is, um, not an article. This was more of a conversation. I, I want to share with you guys that, um, I had with someone and they were talking about, you know, working in real estate and, you know, during our conversation, she asked me what my opinion was of doing real estate part time. And I'm not going to get comfortable in my chair because I know I'm getting ready to offend some people, but I got no problem doing that. Um, 
first of all, there's no, I don't have any issue with that. I don't, I don't see that as a problem. I don't see that as a negative um, working part-time. I understand what it takes to get your foot in the door. I understand what it takes to to build a business. Um, myself, I have worked and, and done real estate uh, part-time, uh, sometimes because I have other um, ventures, I have other things going on. Uh, sometimes it's it's a whole other careers that I have going. Um, so I've always been able to do that, but I also am very uh, cognitive of, of my limitations. So that I'm going to advise you that if you're thinking about doing real estate and maybe thinking of, you know, can I do this part time or do I have the capacity? Does it does take some planning? And yes, you can do that. All of those people out there that try to shame you. And, and I'm talking to some of these brokers that when you go meet with them and I guess interview uh, with them um, and they're like, oh, you got to be full time to work in my brokerage and blah, 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 blah. And uh, it's a little pompous, um, and, and but I do understand what they're they're driving at. But sometimes I felt it's been very very financially driven for themselves versus you know helping someone get started and getting their foot in the door. I understand there's a lot of training and time, but sometimes um, it takes uh, that that exact word time. Um, there are people that go to college part time. Right. There are people that do a lot of things part time that have uh, what they call side hustles and gigs and all of these things. So being creative and having the capacity to do it, I say if you do have the capacity to do it uh, part time. Kudos if you're fortunate in life where you have the stability and the income and everything to where you can just uh, jump out here and, and, and get into real estate. God bless you. Go for it. Do it. No one's going to stop you. But I don't want anyone to feel uh, some kind of way about doing real estate or practicing real estate part time. Uh, that's not a negative. Uh, if you're still providing a service and do the things that um, you need to do. OK, so I want to dispel that um, little um, not so much talked about thing uh, in real estate. But on Tell Me More, Rodney, we're going to talk about real real estate and what it's going. And I also want to talk about um, one more thing, and I want to bring it around this way. You might start out part time and eventually be able to you know, grow yourself and, and become just a full time real estate agent. But I also want that person who's listening to me right now. You might start out full time. And might have to go to part time. Your real estate career is your real estate career. Find some people. Find a good mentor. Find a good friend. Find a podcast like Tell Me More Rodney. Continue to listen to this. Be a part of this experience. Okay? It's about growth. It's about working together. All right? And I can't wait until season three. Yeah. We're getting ready to open this thing up. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode of Tell Me More Rodney. And once again, this goes without saying, like, share, and subscribe. Support the podcast. Thank you so much.